Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, show of support. President Biden expected to visit auto workers on the picket line today. But will the controversial move have any impact on negotiations or the race for the White House? We're live on the scene. Then screen time out. A new report shows the amount of time teens are spending on their phones. Um, I'm shocked. I think a lot of moms, if their kids sat down and told them exactly what they're doing, would have that feeling. So how long are they on and how are they using them and what can parents do? It's really up to you as a parent to be having an ongoing and I'd say non-judgmental discussion with your kids. The important discussion just ahead. And return to the office, reports of a reboot of the hit comedy jumping back onto screens. So when will it happen? Who will be back? We'll have details on that story that has fans begging for more. That's what she said. <laughs> Today, Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. From Indianapolis. Today is our eighth anniversary. Fifth grade teacher enjoying my fall break. From Smyrna, Georgia. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Boise, Boise Idaho. Idaho. Nurses from Des Moines, Iowa. On, on a girls trip. From West Yorkshire, England. Celebrating my 50th birthday. Hi to our kids, Majela and Zakari. Back in Aurora, Colorado. Sending love to our family. In Ontario, California. Hi to our friends and teachers. At Shirt Elementary. In Marietta, Georgia. Go Tigers! Just adorable, mm-hmm. uh, Georgia. And our whole crowd, welcome back. Happy you're joining us. It's a Tuesday morning. The rain, I think, has let up a little, maybe. It's drizzle out there, but it's okay. Our crew is standing by, and we're going to go out and say, hey, just a bit. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, coming up, Harry Smith's got an interesting story for us. It's tomorrow. Google is celebrating its 25th anniversary. So Harry went to their headquarters in Silicon Valley. His firsthand look at just how far this company has come from pretty humble beginnings. Plus, what insiders have to say about the future of the technology they're developing, including many, many applications of artificial intelligence. That's tomorrow on Today. Wow. Look forward to that. Let's get to our news at 8 o'clock, guys. Striking auto workers are getting some high-profile support today as President Biden heads to the picket lines outside Detroit. NBC senior White House correspondent Gabe Gutierrez tells us how the president's trip could impact the UAW and his own political future. Hey, Gabe, good morning. Hey, Hoda, good morning. The White House says this is the first time a sitting president has visited a picket line in modern times. When asked whether he supports the union's demands, which have included a 32-hour work week, President Biden saying yesterday that these workers deserve to share in the benefits that the industry has seen in recent years and that he, quote, always supports the UAW. This comes just one day before former President Trump is planning to skip the GOP primary debate and address union workers here instead. The White House is denying that Mr. Biden's visit had anything to do with this trip, while the Trump campaign is calling President Biden's visit a cheap photo op and arguing the administration's push for electric vehicles would cost union jobs. 
The UAW is one of the few labor unions that has not endorsed Mr. Biden yet, so this is crucial for him. But he also faces significant risk because he's likely owning the results of these negotiations, no matter the outcome. Hoda? All right, Gabe Gutierrez for us there. Gabe, thank you. Federal paychecks, services, even the nation's credit rating are at risk with just four days now until a possible government shutdown. NBC Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles has got the latest on what's holding up a deal. Ryan, good morning. Yes, Savannah, good morning. Time is running out. And right now, there's just no deal on the table that can pass the Republican House, Democratic Senate, and be signed into law by President Biden in time to avoid a shutdown this weekend. The House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, is hoping to convince his fellow Republicans to pass a short-term spending bill this week. But in order to get conservative votes, that version of the plan would never pass the Senate. Meanwhile, millions of Americans will be impacted if the government shuts down. You've got education programs like Head Start, nutrition programs like WIC. They will run out of money. And government workers across the board will either be furloughed or be forced to work without pay. And this time around, that includes border agents and importantly, members of the military who in the past have been spared in government shutdowns. Now, if the government shuts down, there's no indication how long it will take to reopen. Savannah. All right, Ryan, thank you very much. In Los Angeles, a pilot and passenger wound up in the hospital after a small plane crash that was caught on camera. Video posted to social media shows the plane veer out of the sky (coughs) yesterday and vanish below the tree line. Look at this. It crash landed on a soccer field. Although it started leaking fuel, there was no fire or explosion. Witnesses ran over and got the passenger out, but the pilot was stuck and had to be rescued by firefighters. The cause of this crash is under investigation. A ride malfunction at a Canadian amusement park left passengers stuck 75 feet above the ground, hanging upside down. The thrill seekers were on a ride called the Lumberjack. It looks like a pair of giant axes that swing in a full loop. Well, on Saturday, both of those axes got stuck at the very top of the arc. It took a half hour for maintenance crews to get everybody back on the ground. Officials say two riders reported chest pains. They were checked at the Parks Health Center before they were released. Mm -hmm. Well, no one took home the big prize in last night's Powerball drawing, so that can mean just one thing. The jackpot's on the rise again. It now sits at a staggering $835 million, the fourth largest Powerball jackpot of all time. How did it get so big? Well, the last time someone matched all six numbers was way back, way back in (laughs) mid-July, so it's been growing ever since. Mm. Yeah. All right, just ahead, news that fans of The Office have waited for almost 10 long years. Word of a reboot in the works. Carson will have the details on Popstar. So first, we've got Kate Snow here with an eye-opening look at the hold that smartphones have on kids. Yeah, and we know they're on their phones every day for hours and hours, right? But this new study shows they're being pulled back in by notifications all day long. Half of the kids they studied got 237 notifications a day. We'll have more on that after the break. We're back 809 with a story that all parents need to see. An exclusive look at a new report pulling back the curtain on how kids are spending all of those hours on their smartphones. And it includes a stunning finding about how those phones are trying to draw them in mm. each day. NBC senior national correspondent Kate Snow is here with more on that. And actually also how parents can yeah. start an open and honest conversation yeah. and try to make progress. Exactly. Ahead, and that's the key thing. Look, we have known for a while that kids are spending hours and hours on smartphones, right? But this groundbreaking report is giving us a better understanding of what kind of apps they're using at what times and for how long and how 
despite kids' best efforts to pull away, a lot of teen, teens and kids get sucked back in. It's a defining feature of a generation. Kids constantly scrolling, messaging, playing games, watching videos. Now a new report is shining a light on just how much phones are trying to grab our kids' attention. Common Sense Media tracked the Android phones of about 200 kids ages 11 to 17 to see what they're actually doing. 97% of them use their phones during school hours. Almost 60% use them between midnight and 5 a.m. on school nights. And here's the most striking headline. More than half the kids got 237 notifications or more every day, with some receiving more than 4,500. Researchers say Snapchat and Discord, apps kids use typically for messaging, sent the most notifications. The business model of social media platforms is to keep you on the platform so they can sell you ads. It's really an arms race for your attention. Not all notifications are created equal. Teens told researchers it's easier to ignore more impersonal alerts, but when it's a direct link to their friends, they're drawn to their phones. Every time somebody sends you a direct message in Snapchat, you get a yeah. little pop-up. Yeah. Does it make you want to pick up the phone and look? I mean, yeah. 14-year-old Armida Mojaza wasn't part of the study, but like the kids in the study, her top social media app is TikTok. What is it about TikTok that you love? I think that like feeling of like indulgence when you're like scrolling through the videos and how you get so interested and pulled into it is like you know it's just really interesting to me armida spends a lot of time on the app which was news to her mother shaherzad i'm shocked i feel like i'm waking up to this news i think a lot of moms if their kids sat down and told them exactly what they're doing would have that feeling NBC News reached out to social media companies highlighted in the report. TikTok says it sets a 60-minute daily screen time limit on teen accounts under 18, but teens can enter a passcode to continue watching. Snapchat and Discord pointed out that their notifications are similar to text alerts. On Snapchat, users have to opt in for notifications. Both platforms say the number of notifications can be adjusted. Meta, Instagram and Facebook's parent company, tells us it has tools specifically designed to help teens limit their time and minimize notifications. Teens are automatically sent a take a break message after a certain amount of time. Common Sense did find many kids are trying to set limits. Armida has a time limit on her favorite apps, but that doesn't always work. I know the password to it so I can get by the limit. If so I you reach the to. limit and do you find yourself putting in the yeah, password? all the time. All the freaking time. Why is that, do you think? I don't know, maybe I think most of the time I'm just not done watching a video and I'm really invested. <laughs> or, yeah, I just want more time on my phone. Shahrzad admits her understanding of social media is limited, making conversations about what apps Armida uses challenging. It is difficult because the new generation knows a lot more about these cell phones than my generation does. Many parents are with her on that, so Common Sense is offering questions and talking points to help parents start the conversation, like which apps take up most of their time, what draws them in, and begin with admitting how you use your phone. It's really up to you as a parent to be having an ongoing, and I'd say non-judgmental discussion with your kids, but also talking about the positive things they can get from interaction on screens, because that is the life kids are living. 
I mean, what really, there's so much there there's to so unpack. Much. I mean, I, we, this is the issue of yeah, our time in terms is. of teens and growing up and what these phones and devices are doing to yeah, their developing right. brains. We got to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You've covered it a long time. What stood out to you? So the big thing about this, what I learned is that every kid is different, right? So every phone that they looked at had a different pattern. Some kids are really into gaming. Some kids are really into social media and other kids are putting, I had no idea. They're putting their phone on all night long, like on YouTube videos for white noise Mm. and they sleep through it, but they have their phone on literally all night the way that maybe we would put the TV on. In the background, some people company. do. I feel like we're all relying on companies to tell our kids to stop using the phone. Like they should put up an alert. But I feel like, I mean, we talk about parents having yeah. discussions, yeah. meaningful discussions. I know maybe you feel like I gave my kid the phone. Now it's too late to say, wait, wait, wait. Now you can't use right. that. Now you right. can't use that. Well, or like the mom in the piece, like she, ha- she doesn't understand yeah. all the apps that her yeah. kid. Like I think so many parents yeah. don't understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's what common sense says. Mm-hmm. Keep the phones out of the bedroom if you can. Yeah. Make that a rule. Have a a phone-free dinner time or social time with your kids whenever you possibly can. And we have these questions we mentioned in the piece, actual questions, like a huge list of questions that parents can ask to start the conversation with their kids. We put that up on today.com because I know I learned from reading Mm -hmm. those actual questions that can prompt a really open conversation. It's it's really complicated because it's, it, Hoda's right. You know, we, hopefully the companies will do better and they'll send the alerts and the Passwords and protections. It's about parenting. Yeah. It's a call to action for all of yes. us. It's really hard because we ourselves we are do. addicted yes, right. to phones. How yeah. many notifications do we get? Right. Yeah. And like Hoda said, a lot of folks who the, the kids already have the phone. It's like, how do you unring the bell? Yeah. The cat's out of the bag. We got to just get together with well. grace and humility and say, we have to try. Right. Yeah. We have to try. Yeah. One thing is setting up parental controls before you even give the phone. I think that's a really good mm-hmm. tip. And and I want to say, though, to their credit in this study, most of the kids are trying. They know mm-hmm. they like this generation is much more savvy is what the researchers said, that they actually understand they're using their phones too much and they're trying. You saw Armita's that's trying why they to put them That's yeah. why they need our parents. I mean, the other thing is, is we're talking as though it's a fait accompli, but they, these kids have the, the smartphones. It's not just a flip phone for safety. That's a yeah. different issue. But, you know, we have little kids. Yeah. I have a nine-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. She's, yeah. I mean, they're my, my six-year-old, they're already begging me for a phone. I begging. just joke about it now. Yeah. Oh, when you get a job, yeah. when you're 18, yeah. when you're 21. But pretty soon the drumbeat is going to grow louder and louder. And there's so much pressure mm-hmm. to have these tweens, fifth, sixth yeah. grader. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. once you give them the phone, it's like, it's over. You lost them. Yeah. And we wonder too, because they are, their brains are developing till they're in their 20s. 20s. Yeah. So we're just talking about a study on a child's brain because we don't know. It's almost like these were all experiments walking around staring at phones. And many right. years later, we're going to say, right. oh, my gosh, what happened? When to I these first kids? started reporting on this, yeah. like, I don't know, probably 10 years yeah. ago, there wasn't much research. Lately, there has been a growing body of research to show not all of it's conclusive, but that there is an impact, obviously, of phone use on mental health. Yeah. It's pretty dramatic to say this, but I I have this feeling that in 10, 15 years, the science is going to show us that handing them phones when they were 10, 11, 12 teenage years 
without access was like giving them a pack of cigarettes. Right. Mm. That it's as, as, as severe as yeah. that yeah. and as consequential as yeah. that. We're severe, very, right. yeah. very, very focused on this issue. Mm-hmm. It's a topic we're going to keep focusing on, including next month. We're going to have a special event right here in our studio. We're going to tackle all of these issues facing parents and kids, try to get us together, mm-hmm. do our part, do yep. the best we can. Mm-hmm. And it's just about trying, yeah. you know, and I think that so many good hearted parents just, yes. we want help. Yeah. We don't know what to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're on it. We're on it. Yes. We're on it, Mr. Roker. Well, you know, you look at your own screen note, screen time yes. on your phone yeah. and see how much you've got going on. So you know, mm-hmm. our kids, Absolutely. they model what they see. So we have to be a little bit better. I know I'm guilty of that. Right now, we're looking at some showers and thunderstorms around the Great Lakes. Wet weather in the Northeast, kind of dreary. We're looking at also some heavier showers and thunderstorms down through the Gulf. Seattle and the Pacific Northwest going to be looking at some atmospheric rivers. Temperatures cooler where we've got rain. 60s in the Pacific Northwest. Great lakes here into the northeast mid-atlantic in the 50s but 90s and 100 in the southwest where it's nice and clear 90s as you get down into texas and the gulf coast as well and then we move into today we are looking at those systems just marching across the pacific northwest heavy rain and storms down through the gulf dreary conditions here in the northeast and strong storms around the great lakes for those of you heading out the door turn on the radio find us on sirius xm channel 108 but don't do it just yet because best time of the morning Allow you're too kind. You're Lot to get to today, and we're going to start with the office of Savannah teased earlier this morning. Dunder Mifflin fans, prepare yourselves. What? Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, stay calm. What's the procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? What's the procedure? There might just be an office reboot in the works. The internet buzzing this morning thanks to one report that Greg Daniels, the man who brought the iconic sitcom to the U.S., is working on bringing it back in an article published to Puck News yesterday about the future of Hollywood post-writer strike. The website teasing a quote, firehose of announcements of, of projects and castings, including Daniel's office reboot. No word yet on who might be in the cast or coming back for that. We will obviously keep you posted as our fingers are certainly crossed for more of this. What's the very, very worst thing about prison? Don't encourage him. Don't. The worst thing about prison was the, was the Dementors. They were flying all over the place and they were scary and then they come down and they suck the soul out of your body and then hoit! We'll be staying tuned for more news on that one. Next up, Stevie Nicks, the iconic singer, gearing up for another North American tour yesterday, announcing to social media a new lineup of shows slated for next year. There are going to be eight headlining shows across the country starting in February, wrapping up uh, with a show alongside Billy Joel on March 9th, I believe, in Texas. Tickets for that all go on sale on Friday. Good for Stevie, still going strong. I love that. With Elton John, amazing. One more quick item. Taylor okay. Swift, breaking news. This one's hot off the press. If you couldn't score a ticket to the Eras concert movie here in the States, she's helping your wildest dreams come true. Now it's going international. The Grammy winner just made the announcement on social media, writing in a post, Be so ex- been so excited to tell you all that the Eras tour concert film is now officially coming to theaters worldwide October 13th. Wow. Tickets for that are available now. So wow. Go. Got it, got it, got it. How good does it smell in here? Oh, oh, great. We got Lydia Bastianich in the house. She's brought a hey. taste of Italy. Lydia! Into our kitchen. Eggplant today also. <laughs> Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. 
Award-winning family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This. We are out. It's 8.30. We got a wonderful crowd out here. Are they afraid of rain? No, they are not. <laughs> Look who's out here with us. <gasps> the wonderful, hey, the legendary. But is he? <laughs> Keith Morrison of or Dateline is he? Come on in. Come on in. Keith, what you doing? You're just hanging with us today? Uh, murder, I think. A oh, murder? Oh. Somebody on the, in the crowd. Oh, <laughs> really? Quite fun. Maybe you. Oh. <laughs> no, and you're going to be here for the third hour. We got to, we're going to be I talking am, about Yeah, we're going to chat about it. Yep. All right. All right. Cool. We well, love, those pipes, today. Keith, are bar none. Like, you're still my outgoing no. message if you yeah. call. People yeah. are like, what's with that voicemail? I'm like, it's Keith yeah. Morrison from uh-huh. Dateline. Well, we thought it'd be fun, Keith. If you don't mind, we love you. But maybe you could lend your voice to this next tease for another icon. Oh, here Lydia Bastianich. Oh, Mr. yes. Morrison. Yes, yes. Of course, she's mastered the art of mystery. Uh, <laughs> and... That's no, wait a minute. I mean, look Italian at the better cuisine. We Italian need the cuisine. Prompter. That's what we. There we go. This morning, Lydia herself is in our kitchen to share some favorite family recipes, and she's starting with an an ooey and gooey eggplant. Try it again. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Oh, there you go, Keith. Right. Let's try it again. Roll back. As Carson says, good rehearsal. Eggplant ratatouille. Oh, ah, there you go. All right. <laughs> Keith, we're going to see you on the third hour. Oh, we love third hour, man. The best. It's not working. Doesn't work. Giving uh, you a mic that doesn't work is a crime. Yes. You know? Yeah, it's yeah, a crime. Yeah. It's a murder of audio. Uh, that's right. Oh, but who we're, did we're it? We're only joking. We don't want anything to happen to audio. No, we don't. We love you, audio. Right. Hey, hey, by the way, Literally, we don't, don't out weather. Out right here. over oh. here, Noah was is 18 years old. And Noah, this is Noah right here. This is Noah, this is Noah back when you were six. Uh, yeah, I believe so. I'm not sure what you picture. I guess this is his very first Today Show. Been here for 18 years. There you go. Well, it's a, it's a nice family tradition. Happy birthday, Noah. Let's show you what we've got going on as far as your weather for today. We are looking at heavy rain and storms down through Florida. Next system comes into the Pacific Northwest, bringing more rain, strong storms around the Great Lakes. Then for tomorrow, we're going to be looking at more strong storms in the Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys. Flood risk down through Florida. Above average highs in the midsection of the country. Look for wet weather continuing in the Pacific Northwest. And we've got Folks, all the way from Yorkshire. Where they go? Oh, right there. Yorkshire, England. Home of the pudding. Yorkshire and pudding fat cakes. There you oh, go. oh, I love Very that. cool. Tea or coffee? No, earlier. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, I love, coffee. I just want to say the audio department of the Today Show 
does an incredible job. I just have I just have to say that. That's right. Love you, Chris. We were teasing a little bit. There's no one better. But first, this is today on NBC. All right, everybody, we're back with today's food and one of America's most beloved Italian-American chefs, Lydia Bastianich. She's the Emmy-winning public television host of Lydia's Kitchen and a restaurateur, and she's a best-selling author as well. The latest cookbook is called Lydia, From Our Family Table to Yours. More than 100 recipes made with love for all occasions, and you can get the recipe. Look, she's already started cooking. You can just get the recipe by scanning the QR code. Uh, Lydia, so great to see you. Not only is this book about your, the family food going from your table to ours. It's a big tribute to your mom. It is. Who passed away two years ago on Valentine's Day. Absolutely. She, she was, was so memorable on your show. What memories do you have? She was everybody's grandma, America's yeah. grandma. Everybody yeah. loved her. And, of course, she was a support. That really got me where I am. She was supporting, raised my kids with me and so on. And, uh, you know, everybody needs in life that great family support. She loved to sing. She loved she loved to eat. She loved to sing. She loved to dance. She loved it all. She loved life. Right. And she was a supporter. So, and this was her favorite okay. dish. Walk us yeah. eggplant rollatini. Eggplant rollatini. It's a dish that's favorite. So you, you get a nice firm eggplant. Yep. You clean the eggs off. You sort of. You leave some of it on? Some of it. I yep. like it, you know, because the skin always has uh, nourishment mm-hmm. and also flavor. But sometimes it could be tough. And you cut the, the slices nice and and thin. Mm-hmm. I don't want it too fat. Mm-hmm. So this is okay. Okay. Yep. You want to do that? Sure. Hold on. Can you do that? I understand you like to cook. I, I do. Yeah. I do. Okay. I definitely do. Good. I good. enjoy it. Mm. All right. I enjoy so, it. We have a tasting table going over, over there too. Watch my fingers. Lydia said yeah. don't eat yet and we, we love you. We but can't no, help, it. help it. It's Sorry. You can't, you can't help, help it. It's so good. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while so you must be yearning Chef, for Lydia. We miss our Lydia. Got Molly Hunter perfect, here. Perfect, perfect. Oh, easy, salt it just a little bit. Yep. And then, you know, you kind of just flour it a little bit. And vegetable oil. We fry it in vegetable oil. Yep. And we keep on going. Now, you know, frying, frying is frying. Not always. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> but you could grill it. Yep. You can roast it in the oven. You put it on parchment paper, the slices, a little bit of oil, salt in the oven, and done. Is there so, ever a rolling out process for rollatini to make them thin, or is it just a matter of no, however no. you slice them, that's you what you get? You slice them thin. Got it. And yeah. But you know what? Once they cook, they soften up. And you like them a little yeah. meaty anyway. Yes. I like yes, them. I do you? Yeah. I love yes. them a little meaty. Oh, all right. Meaty. Okay. So you, <laughs> you mind them, and I will make okay. the stuffing. The I'll stuffing is, yep. is just ricotta. Grandma used to love ricotta. Yeah. She loved all the fresh cheeses. So oh, this delicious. is a real tribute. And you know it's what? Like it could be in a dessert. It could be in a main meal. It could be anywhere. It could be in an appetizer, a buffet. Yeah. It's yeah. great because it's you can light. eat it hot. You light. can eat it at room temperature right. and so on. Great in mozzarella. And you know, it's one of the favorite in restaurants too. Habeco restaurants. They love it. They love it. We sell as much as we have. Mm-hmm. We put some whipped egg, just one egg, okay. parsley. And this is a stuffing. You can make manicotti with this and some grated grana. And you mix that well. Okay. Easy. Isn't How's it, it taste, guys? You're eating it. Okay. Molly so, Hunter, great to see you at the tasting table today. How's great. your eggplant roll yeah. I love that this happens. <laughs> this is why we wake up. <laughs> Molly couldn't They're quiet. You ate on the show. Yeah, we're like, oh, oh, no. oh really? Oh, no. This is a full meal. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So here we are. This is it. You let it cool. This is how they look. Okay. This is fried. 
This is the stuffing. This You've already seasoned those, right? So yeah, they're good no, to go. They're seasoned. They're done. They're this done. is seasoned. Everything okay, along so the way. Now it's just a matter of filling it up and rolling it. You don't okay. want to put too much in there, do you, Lydia? You know, not too much. Uh, just enough. You see, you roll them like that, nice oh, and easy. Cute. Because the uh, the uh, ricotta, when it cooks, it sort of solidifies. Yeah. Oh. Now, it's kind now of like a vegetable cannoli. You have. It is. Vegetable. You know, you can Are you about this. to bake this too? Is this like a twice cook situation? It is. Now okay. you have to finish. You have right. to make a sauce, a simple sauce. You the can sauce use a jar finished. sauce. But here we have, you see, plum tomatoes, nice mm-hmm. little cherry tomatoes, some yep. garlic, some oil, some basil, and you saute it in a pan. Oh. And, and you lay, lay your uh, baking. Like I mean, this. I know you can make a sauce or a Sunday sauce and put like a thousand things in it and let sure. it like braise for 18 hours. But that's or, something about this simple, yeah. mm. easy tomato Done. sauce with the flavors yeah. right there. Garlic, tomato. The tomatoes oil. are great now. And this you know is the season. It. Garlic and oil. Mm-hmm. Cut them in half. Crush them. Mm-hmm. Sauce. Sugar, sauce. Sugar, sugar, sugar. Sunday sauce Reserve is simple them. sauce. That's okay. Do. You're doing okay. I like, I like, I like this style. Chef, I'm here to help. All right. Good, good. Now. Want me to run your laundry over? I'll do that. Or take your car around? Whatever you need. After we finish, we clean up. Absolutely. Okay. Now take a little bit of the sauce yep. and you saw you saw how right there you see it so line a little we're bit of the line. sauce on top of it okay we're gonna line it up here oh this beautiful sauce here you see how simple now you can make this in advance yeah and then you bake oh. it in the oven or you can make it in the pan like that so tie it in the pan if you wanted to freeze, or is that a terrible idea? You know, ricotta doesn't freeze well. Okay, why did okay. you say that? I have another terrible <laughs> <laughs> It becomes <laughs> rainy. Would it be terrible to do zucchini instead of eggplant? No, why not? Zucchini, it, some you know. Some people just, like me, like zucchini more than eggplant for some reason. Oh, so you, do you, do? Carson, you do? Carson, do you? People, people are oh, afraid of zucchini. Oh, why are you people afraid of I'm not afraid. I'm, I'm not afraid. afraid. No, and we aren't afraid. My father made eggplant growing up at like my mom's pork chops, which I talked oh, about. Yeah. They were dried and, and yeah. just yeah. terrible. So yeah. it ruined pork chops forever. Yeah. I, my dad did the same thing hey, with eggplant. you got to come back at the third hour. Lydia's making pork chops. Oh, no kidding. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. This is yours. You, know, you left me for the for the plate. Yes, I did. We're not finished yet. Okay, but I can't help it. Okay, so here we are, just like this. Mm. Grana cheese, you put oh it in a hot gosh. oven, 375, yeah. and you get so that, and you get that. That's you special. Let it go. Okay. Right. Thank you so much. Back more Thank cooking you. the next hour. And again, get the recipe. Scan the QR code, today.com slash food. We're back in a moment. But first, this is Today on NBC. We're still talking this roller team. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, we're back. Today's Plaza Picks. Denise and Kurt are in town from Ontario, California. It's their first trip to New York. All right, I got a chance to meet Jordan, who traveled all the way from across the pond in Plymouth, England, where now the new favorite hot drink is coffee over yeah. tea. That's right. And guys, meet Sean and Joy. They're from Aurora, Colorado. They are celebrating their 22nd anniversary. Happy anniversary. Okay, Mr. Roker, you've got even more friendly faces. Yes, indeedy. So let's bring on those Smucker's jars, see who we've got on the label. First up, it is 100 years for Janet Marshall of Missouri City, Texas. She says the secret to longevity, eat ice cream every day. Amen. Lupe Garcia of Riverbank, California, also 100. He was married to the love of his life for 65 years. 
Happy 100th birthday to Daniel Poling, a World War II vet from Round O, South Carolina, serving on the USS Missouri, and he named his dog after the ship. So thank you for your service, sir, and say hello to Mo for us. Our next centenarian is Florence Lawrence. I love that name, Florence Lawrence (laughs) of uh, Miami, Florida, celebrating her big day with her 11 grandkids and 13 great-grandkids. Gertrude Manthai of Addison, Illinois, is 100 at her secret to longevity. Lydia, like this, a glass of red wine every night. And last but not least, happy 100th birthday to Ruth Zentz, a baker better known as Nani from Bethesda, Maryland. Nani created a secret cheesecake recipe that's been turned into a successful family Business. If you have two glasses of red wine a night, you're doubling down on your health. That's right. So you're a hundred. You'll be Carson, making sure. Carson's living exactly. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. You are. By the way, Molly, it's been fun having you here. I know. We're so happy you stayed. Was yes. it a fun day? Such Come a back and see us. That's right. Come back and see us anytime. All right. Coming up next on the fourth hour, Carrie Washington. She opens up about her deeply personal memoir. The first and the third hour, more cooking with Lydia. And the trailblazing, Misty Copeland is going to be with us live in Studio 1A. That's coming up. It's on the site. Go find it. They say plants like music. Yeah, no, like really, they they respond to the vibrations of it, which means that this playlist you're listening to, the plants are too. You know what else plants like? Organic soil from miracle Grow. It's made with all the best stuff, like wood fiber and compost. Plus, it's OMRI certified organic, which officially means it's made with superior ingredients. And when you give your plants the stuff that makes them happy, they won't judge you on your iffy playlist. Hear that, plants? So go ahead and give them miracle Grow.